I am your host, Jacqueline Marfuji, and I am so excited to be here hanging out with you guys. I hope everyone had an awesome Memorial Day weekend. I hope you got to relax. You got to hang by a pool somewhere. I was at a pool party. There was a lot of comedians doing funny dancing. There was epic watermelon. I don't know if you guys have seen this, but it's very Pinterest worthy. I think the recipe is actually on Pinterest where you carve out the inside of a watermelon and somehow make jello shots attached to the watermelon. Anyway, they were phenomenal. They definitely amped up the party a notch. Uh, So yeah, I hope everyone just had a relaxing weekend. Maybe you got to go to an outdoor concert or two. I feel like it's concert season. So write to me and let me know where you're going. Maybe we can go uh, at whatsyourjerseypodcast at gmail.com. I also just want to remind you if you're in Los Angeles, either this weekend or next weekend, I will be playing Britney Spears and Kim Kardashian in Ledoux, you remember this? The musical. It's a jukebox musical. Think Rocky Horror Picture Show, but with the early 2000s, we're encouraging everyone to dress up in their best juicy velour sweatsuits, Uggs, Starbucks, Frappuccino cups. There'll be Red Bull vodkas. It'll be all your favorite things from the early 2000s. Anyway, I'll be posting all the information um, and ticket prices and links on social media. So at Jacqueline Marfuji. Uh, and I think we might be showing it on a Facebook Live for those of you that can't be in Los Angeles. But I'm really excited. So I hope you guys get to come see that. Uh, also, I like to just give a little tidbit of encouragement and motivation and a quote that I think we all know but forget sometimes. Um, the only person in the way of your future is yourself. Khaled said it. I think he actually said it at the Billboard Music Awards, which I talked about two weeks ago. Uh, But just a little reminder, you're the only person talking yourself out of things. So just keep going, keep motivating yourself. Just keep your blinders on and keep going for what makes you happy. And also what makes you money? Uh, Because, you know, we have to buy things and like support ourselves and stuff. So anyway, uh, we talk a lot of very, very, very awesome things this week. I have uh, a plastic surgeon and his patient coordinator on the podcast. And you guys wrote in, I got over a hundred questions from you meatballs, which I am, I was blown away by. And I didn't realize uh, plastic surgery and body care and maintenance was such a big concern for everyone. And I'm definitely going to try to bring on more you know, dermatologists and doctors. I know fertility is a big issue for a lot of people. So I'm trying to get a fertility special specialist on the podcast. Um, but yeah, I just want to thank all of you for writing in and not being afraid to ask, you know, certain questions that might be embarrassing or you might feel weird saying like you really, really helped out. And I'm, I'm so happy to say that they answered, I think, everything and if you have more questions you can also write in and they're totally open to answering stuff but we we definitely get into we talk about fillers injections we talk about 
implants and reconstructive surgery, nose jobs. Um, we talk about there's a special charity for, you know, someone who's been battered in a, a relationship um, that, you know, Charlie, the plastic surgeon, runs. And um, it's just we, we talk about so much. And I really think you guys are going to love this one. Uh, my guest this week, I have... Emily Wilkinson, who is the patient coordinator at um, Charlie Galanis' Plastic Surgery Center. She's also dating Baker Mayfield, and she's about to move to Cleveland because he's about to start playing for the Cleveland Browns. And she gives great advice on what you should wear to going to a football game. And also, she's pretty Instagram famous and gives tips on taking a really good Instagram photo and the highlighter she uses because it's on point. And then Charlie Galanis, who is a double board certified plastic surgeon from John Hopkins University and UCLA. And he has offices in Beverly Hills and Chicago and he's awesome. And we've been friends for almost 10 years and he's just so great. Uh, so I hope you meatballs enjoy. All right, meatballs. We have a big treat. We, we have a double header with us right now. <laughs> Everyone's really beautiful in this room. Maybe not me. I'm, I'm splotchy already because I'm so excited. You guys know what I'm talking about, my hives. Um, <laughs> I have not one, but two plastic surgery enthusiasts. One doctor, one... What would you call yourself, Emily? I'm the patient coordinator. You're a patient coordinator, and you're also Instagram model famous, and you're dating a professional football player. Well, he will be a professional football player. I think technically he is. Technically he yeah, is. He's... he's- yeah. Uniform and everything. <laughs> so you like hit all the things we talk about on this podcast. Um, welcome, Emily Wilkinson and Charlie Galanis. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Thanks for being here. We're sitting here in West Hollywood and I'm trying to force feed them carbs and ranch dressing. I honestly have never had. Yes. That's for the, it's for the M&Ms. What? So these are filled with peanut butter. They're filled M&Ms filled with peanut butter. Because peanuts weren't enough. We needed to raise the stakes. No, it's not. I always have ranch. Krista Allen was sitting on this couch joke writing with me, and she finished all the ranch dressing I had. And the next day, I got an Amazon box with two huge bottles of ranch dressing from her in the mail. Like, they're the size of my head. They're amazing. And I... Single-handedly the worst condiment to eat, isn't it? Is it? Yeah. Oh, no. Is ketchup's it? not a bad one. What are you talking about? <laughs> Cat, ketchup is zero, is nothing. It's like solid air that's red and flavored delicious. Oh my god! By see. the way, if I'm if I end up being really boring today, it's because I'm stuffing my face with those MMs. <laughs> <laughs> You're just gonna be talking to yourself. It's protein. There's peanut yes, butter. It gives yes, you energy. You can't yes, be boring. Yes. Well, I wanted you guys here because a. I think you're both really awesome, and I think the meatballs will love you. B, I have a big birthday coming up in two weeks that I've never freaked out for. I've never, like, worried about, like, aging or anything. Like, I've always just been like, no, it's cool. Like, I'm just going to do it. And now I'm freaking the fuck out. So I thought maybe some of the meatballs out there freak out, too. (laughs) Probably. I felt like having a plastic surgeon uh, would be amazing to have on the podcast for that case. Well, thank you very much. Right? What birthday is this, man? Um, 
<laughs> it's just a number, Emily. It's just a number. It's 25 plus 10. Okay. I know. Right. Isn't that so scary? Yeah, I know, right? I don't guess that either, but yeah. get, I mean, I'm old. So I'm definitely the oldest by a long shot in this room. Okay. All right. Uh, well, I want to start off. So, Charlie or Charles Galanis, it's Charles Galanis plastic surgery, right? Uh, just Galanis. Just Galanis. Surgery. Yeah. Okay. Shortened it like Prince. Like Prince. <laughs> You're just like Prince, but still here. Exactly. Um, <laughs> that's amazing. Uh, and that's where the differences end. <laughs> and you're from the Midwest also. Yes. Right. See? Yeah. together. So Charlie's jersey, I just did quotes in the air, is Wisconsin. That's right. Yes. Yep. Um, can you tell the meatballs what you were like when you grew up and where you're from? Okay. So I'm from the Midwest. I'll cut it. Nice and simple, but Thank I grew up you. in the Midwest, grew up in Wisconsin. <laughs> uh, that's where I, and when I left the Midwest, I lived on the East Coast for seven years and now in California now for a grand total of five, even though there was a little gap in between when I was here. But yeah. what was I like growing up? I was little. I was the runt. I was tiny. Aww. I grew like a foot. I told you this, didn't I? I know. I grew like a foot when I was 18, so I had all kinds of joint problems. So I was like an old 18-year-old with like <laughs> joint problems. <laughs> But, um, ew. <laughs> Emily's like, ew. Emily but, uh, works for Charlie, by the way. I don't yeah, think I explained that longer, well enough. But the, I uh, just saw that on TMZ Sports, actually. Know. We'll get into that soon. So, we, um, so yeah, so I, I was, I was actually big into sports in Wisconsin. You're sort of, you grew up a homer. So, I was for college sports. I was a Badger fan. I've been a lifelong Packer fan. I'm a Brewers fan. I'm a Bucks fan. And I've moved a bunch and lived in a bunch of cities, but I've never changed my allegiances. I will add some teams that I kind of care about. I, I added about the, the Dodgers. Browns. I care about the Cleveland Browns now. Now we do. Now we do. But before that... I'd, because of know, Emily's boyfriend. Yes. But... Because um, <laughs> I have to. No, yeah. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I really, li- I really like him. He's a good guy. But um, so, you know, it's, sports was always kind of a big part of growing up in spite of my achy joints and problems. And then... Uh, <laughs> but it was also... It's but you're true, fine though. now. You I'm like every- are the Benjamin yeah, Button yeah, of, kinda, of yeah, people. Yeah, exactly. But um, yeah, and so then I ended up out here, which... I I will tell you, I never would have expected. When I first moved to LA, I hated it. It was weird. Like, I still hate it, but I've been here for ten years. Yeah, it's like you get stuck. But I, but I think that it, the, the thing I hated about it is it was hard. It's hard to find good people here because yeah. it's such a very like everyone's kind of distant and has an agenda. But once you find good people, I can't think of a better place to live. And I lived in New York. I lived in Chicago. Really? And I think that when you just because of what the number of things you can do around here and the weather and being outside. There's so, a lot. Yeah. So it's it is kind of like New York. Nothing's like New York in my head, like right. completely. No, both my brothers live there. I'm with you, but... But think, uh, it's warmer and nicer out. Yes. I feel like people are happier here, yeah, which are. I don't really like. I like being a little jaded. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I like being a shithead. I think it's the <laughs> Oh, we have so many Botox happy. questions I for you. That. I saw that. Meatballs, I'm so excited because you wrote in so many questions, so we're going to get to that. But since Charlie brought up sports, we are at the Just Enough with Jacqueline section, which is just enough sports talk so anyone can talk sports for the week with their boyfriend. That's smart. I like right? that. Right? Just so, like, whatever. Cliff notes for the week. Totally. And we also relate it a lot of times to like Real Housewives storylines or something. Thank God, because I mean, I've been dying to put the two of those together. Thank God. Oh, <laughs> yes. No. Oh, God. I forget. Annabelle DeSisto was on earlier. And oh, man, it's I've lost some brain cells, so I can't think of what we were saying. Oh, we were way back. I was trying to explain what the defensive line and the offensive line were. 
And so there was a real housewife of New York, Luann, who was being cheated on by her fiance at this hotel, the Regency. So we were basically saying like the real housewives of New York were like the defense trying to get him out of there. Right. (laughs) And Luann and the boyfriend were like the offense trying to like get in. Did this analogy do the trick? It really did. I got a lot of emails. So meatballs. (laughs) So she's now the assistant coach of the LA Rams. I am. Um, so meatballs, if you have any questions, email me at what's your jersey podcast at gmail.com. Okay, guys, this happened today, which means it happened last week because you're hearing it now. Uh, the NFL passed a rule that you have to stand for the national anthem now. That's a big thing. It's a unanimous vote. But the heads of the Jets and the 49ers owner said that they didn't vote at all and they don't agree with it. The Jets owners said they'll even pay the fine if you don't feel like standing for it. Also, the players don't have to come out of the locker room if they don't want to stand. Right. How do we feel about that? Emily, you go first. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I have been just checking out Facebook and I have a lot of people that are saying, oh, well, I guess I don't have to watch the NFL this year. Really? Yeah. People are like really against this. I think that the people that leave comments on social media tend to be the ones that have a really strong opinion about things. Very true. And I feel like... Most of my friends probably wouldn't leave any comment about it because they don't feel that strongly. Yeah. But I, I think that, I mean, I think the whole point of it was, like, the NFL is a business, and they're a lot, a big part of their base is a conservative base mm-hmm. who are probably not a big fan of people not standing for the anthem. So oh, they're for just, sure. They're just protecting their brand and, and trying to keep people away from talking about something else. It's a money thing. I think we need to get back to the game. I don't like yeah. having... Yeah. Yes, all the politics. I feel like leave the politics. I mean, it does make a statement. I do. I think you know it. Like, if they stay in the locker room, that, they're, that's I think that's statement. fine. That's your statement. Exactly. You know? So that's you know. I don't know. I, I, just, I agree with that. I don't really watch football to find out what Emily's boyfriend thinks about. The <laughs> <national> <laughs> <anthem>. Okay, so <laughs> Sorry, Baker, <laughs> exactly. Emily's boyfriend. Is, you, he was the number one draft pick. This year, first round draft pick by the Cleveland Browns. Yes. Okay, Emily Wilkinson has a Instagram famous family, I would say. They <laughs> love that term. They love that term. It makes us sound way cooler than we are. No. So, <laughs> Tell us what my... that's about. Okay, so that has totally snowballed into something it really isn't. But my youngest brother's musician, we're from Nebraska. I was just going to say, you have an accent. I really? I, I yeah, but. Say, say post. No, because you put me on the spot and then I just say it weird. <laughs> anyway, I'm from Omaha, Nebraska. Oh my god! So, are you excited about Miss New USA? I just heard about that. Actually. Yeah, that she's the exciting. first Miss USA or the first Nebraska contestant yes. to win. Very exciting. Go us. You actually look like her. <laughs> I thought she was a blonde. Yes, yeah, yeah. she she was a blonde. Yeah, Michael Yo was on and his wife. I forget. She did the Miss USA pageants okay. and he talked about how the past contestants like hanging out in his living room just like watching Miss USA and he said it was creepy. I'm like, you had tons of hot girls around yeah, you. Yeah, complains about that? I mean, do you complain about it no, at the office? You, the, the thing I love about pageants, I will say like when, anytime there's like a pageant and someone screws up, yeah. it's kind of like you have to watch that. Yeah. It's like watching the, I mean, it's like watching a really bad wipeout that's hilarious. You, you know, you laugh and then you're like, oh, I hope they're okay. But yes. in the moment, it's like the funniest It's like thing. people tripping Who is that on the street. One? The, one, the South it, Carolina. Yeah, it, it may have been like Miss Teen, but she was like, it, it was, it was bad. I mean, it like, wasn't what's even. What's your favorite? <laughs> no, it, whatever the question was, it was like, it wasn't about the wheels coming off. It was uh-huh. the wheels, the piston, the hood, the, sh- the, the door, the window, like everything <laughs> completely. It was so viral. 
yeah, yeah. Yes. Well, with Miss Nebraska, she was on the Daily Daily Pop this, today, and Morgan Stewart was like, well, what do you do if you don't know the answer to the question? And Miss Nebraska was like, honestly, I'm so honest that I would just say, I don't know about that one. I really, I can't. And I'm like, bullshit. Pivot. Pivot <laughs> to world hunger. And, oh, yeah. Well, whoever taught that poor South Carolinian just Ooh. slept during that class. But, but we're still talking to her. Yeah, we're I know. still exactly. talking to That's her. That's what I mean. Anyway, sorry. Emily. About- yes, sorry. Okay, so your family. You're from so, Nebraska. Yes. Shout out Nebraska meatballs. Shout out Omaha. So there's four of us kids. My youngest brother. I'm number two. I'm an older sister and two younger brothers. The youngest is a musician. Okay. He is, um, he does reggae music. I don't know. Is his name Sammy? It is. Oh, yes. yes. Everyone yes. check out Sammy. <laughs> yes, shout out. <laughs> so he, he kind of gained a following, and then it um, snowballed, and the rest of us benefited from it as well. That's and awesome. Hey, yeah. take it where you can get Even it. Even Mama Wilk. Oh. Even Mama Wilk has a following. She does. Yeah, she what? Like, yeah, my mom. Is she like Kris Jenner? Is she like your she, momager? Honestly, she's a lot like Kris Jenner. I'm so jealous. I've met her mother. She's nothing <laughs> like Chris. She's, She's a boss lady, but Actually, I mean it as a compliment. Yeah, and I, yeah. I'm not saying I don't mean to talk down on Chris Jenner, but your mom's no. super sweet. No, that's cool. really cool. All right, I'm like get it. But get my the mom's mic. also like a total hippie. She's a yoga instructor. Oh, <laughs> is that how you guys all have hot bods? Uh, well, my brother's a personal trainer. Oh God, so of course that helps. <laughs> and then my sister's in pharma, but we're trying to get her to take my job when I leave. So, or yeah. maybe I will. We'll yeah, see. Yeah, take happens. it. <laughs> you can do it. I feel like you're really, really in shape. And some of the meatballs wrote in, and they wanted to know what your daily regimen is or weekly regimen. Because I feel like, <laughs> <laughs> or, do you That's do nothing? No, I I eat well uh, despite all these carbs you've placed in front of me. I know. Okay. Cool. Uh, no, I've always been athletic. So. Our family, we were all athletes, um, and track was kind of my thing. And then, I don't know, it's just kind of, obviously, it turns into a lifestyle. So I've tried to stay in shape out here, but that's it. There's no secrets. So you just like, eat I just, well and work yeah. it out. Lots Do you drink, work lots out with your professional football player boyfriend? I, there are times that I do. Yes. Okay. But I'm more of a cardio girl. He hates cardio. He hates cardio. He hates cardio. Oh, okay. Yeah, you guys should come yeah. take my class. I teach a high cardio, but it's with weights and all that Where stuff do you teach? too. I teach in Brentwood, and I teach over here in West Hollywood. Sign me up. Oh yeah, no, we're not. <laughs> Shout out to Plyo Jam Sculpts. <laughs> nice way to work that I in. I know. Look at that. They're not even sponsoring this. this. <laughs> no, but how did you meet Baker? Your boyfriend's Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Um, how did you meet him? You guys are so adorable together. Thank you. He is the best. But um, Aww. It, so he's younger than me. He's guys, four I feel years like younger. she means it. I can feel him. Uh, oh my god! Okay, that's so, so it goes. Funny. I'll keep it short. But yeah. um, my best guy friend from Nebraska, uh-huh. he went to OU, and that's where Baker went. So oh. I was a Cornhusker, and um, basically about a year ago, a little over a year ago, Patrick, my best friend, started telling me about Baker and how he was so great and whatever. And I did my research, and he was an athlete, and he's four years younger. And so I just had totally written it off. It was not going to happen. Yeah, like no. It's like yeah, it's not. It's my like your younger type. brother. Yeah. Exactly. So he started DMing me and I just ignored it. And then fast forward to the fall and I was, he didn't actually, he, well, he knew what I looked like, but I don't know, like for some reason, fast forward to the Kansas game, no K-State game. Uh, they played OU and after the, I watched the game with Baker's brother. He was in LA. Okay. And after the game, Baker and Matt were FaceTiming and he like showed the whole circle of people. We were all drinking, having a good time. And he stopped his brother. And he's like, wait. 
pardon my French, who the fuck is that? <laughs> and Matt was like, that's Emily Wilkinson. You've been DMing her. And he's like, I did not know that was Emily Wilkinson. I have to talk to her after this. So fast forward another couple of weeks, he was like begging for my number. And I still was kind of like iffy about it. Were you dating and other then, people? Not well, casually. Yeah. Like here and there, but nothing serious. And then um, he begged. I was home for Christmas and I was going to miss him being in L.A. for the Rose Bowl by a day. And then he begged me to come back and I kind of agreed my parents like just do it you have nothing to lose met him totally hit it off and then like three days later he moved in and never he just never left LA wait like moved into your place so they lost the Rose Bowl what no it's crazy they lost the Rose Bowl we waited a year and I was like oh I don't know (laughs) four okay what it's it's insane and like so not my style I'm like you You usually wait a week (laughs) <laughs> at least four days you know? so i would say like you know, i was talking to someone about this the other day because i've you know i've gotten to know baker I met him through emily obviously and and um if you told me the circumstances of their relationship and i did not know her and did not know him yeah. and i just knew that how old he was and he's an athlete and all this stuff i would have been like curl like run whatever but yeah. i can tell you yeah i can tell you from <laughs> getting to know him and, and and knowing her like i do like it's disgusting Aww. Like they're really like they're they're like perfect they're perfect for each other. It's so funny because you have hot people names like yeah, Emily right? Wilkinson and Baker Mayfield, and she works for Charlie. Uh, yeah, like, how did that oh, get? Oh god, <laughs> like can it get totally more white bread? <laughs> no, like literally, it was Varsity Blues based off your relationship? <laughs> like, <laughs> <I'm> sweating. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're so cute. I have one more question. Yeah. Some of the meatballs I think stalked you a little bit. Um, they want to know who does your hair color. They like your blonde color. Okay, there's been a couple. Okay. Um, so a few shout-outs. One is... Oh, God, I don't even know his last name. That's a great shout-out. <laughs> he just... Everybody knows my JP. Okay. He's on Melrose. <laughs> JP on Melrose. <laughs> JP on, That's shit, in Google sorry, Maps, JP. right? Okay, and then Lee, Lee Rittner always cuts my hair. Okay, what salon? Um, Alan M. Okay, so Alan M. Alan M. In Los Angeles. Yes. And then Esh. Everybody just knows my Esh. He does blondes. He's okay. on Melrose. At the same, uh, also Alan M, and then Emily Wetzel. Oh, that's a good and name. She she like comes to me for it. Is she a Wetzel pretzel heir? She I don't know what that is, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, Those she's great. great. They're all good at blondes. Awesome. Uh, and, and if anyone wants to know all that information, just email the podcast and yes. we'll send it to you. That's cool. So you started working for Charlie how long ago? Coming up on one year exactly. Oh, I love that. So Charlie and I met each other before Uber existed. Yeah, <laughs> that's really true. I'm eating a chip, sorry. I'm so proud of you because I've seen you go from like student nurse. Basically. Basically. Yeah. Not like there's anything wrong with that. Not at all. Nope. No. I nope. mean, Ben Stiller killed it in Meet the Fockers yeah, as a right. male nurse. Get a choice. I loved it. Um, but no. you have come so far. You now have offices in Chicago and Beverly Hills. Yeah. You are Crazy. doing a lot of stuff in Mexico City now. Yeah. So there's a, well, that's a, I, I kind of got in partnership with a company and I'm, we're building something down there that's, they do not have in Mexico, doing it in Mexico City. It's pretty exciting. So it was wow. a couple that I had done. Um, I did a surgery, I'd operate on a husband and wife in Beverly Hills who were from Mexico City. Turned out they were a very wealthy, they're the really, really good people, kind of in their late 40s, um, you know, very successful build on Mexico City. And when they what I did up here is something that you can't get done down there. And they're like, we want to build something down in Mexico City where we can do this, that, and the other. And one thing led to another, and so now I go down to Mexico City every once in a while. So it's cool. Wow. I know, right? And they, what's funny is 
So they, and Emily knows this because we joke about this, but the, so they own a private jet company. They have like 40 private planes. The company does. Oh, okay. And everyone, like a couple of the trips, if they have a jet that's available, it either mm-hmm. brings me down there or I fly back, which I mean, look, I'm not a private jet flyer usually, but yeah. this is legit. It's so, right. it's so, and of course, like you can't, the second it happens, I get right on social media and tell everyone. About <laughs> okay. So this is what I want to know. Emily, do you help him with his social media? I swear His to God, he's social media very good at it. Really? You don't? What, do you not like him? No, I do. Oh. I, I am shocked you do this no, on your I own. He, okay, he, he <laughs> runs things by me, but like he is the mastermind behind it. Wow. Can we can we just rewind a second? Why are you shocked again? <laughs> what is that? It just looks like you got some help there. Well, like, no, no, that's your me. That's social me. is probably better than me, mine. Well, let's just. <laughs> I know, but I know no, well, mine's funnier. Social media still. is funny because, um, so when I was in, you know, in Chicago, for example, social media is not as prevalent as LA. LA, it's huge. Every, yeah. everyone in LA has social media. I mean, we, you, when you meet someone now, you don't even go to Google. Like you used to Google someone. Now yeah. you like Instagram them. Yeah. You know what I mean, that's it. But in, in, in my industry, it's also big. Like that's how we get most of our patients. So, well, it's almost like if I'm looking for a hairstylist or yeah, a no, makeup artist now, plastic surgery. That's it. But like you go to the Instagram, which is insane. Did you just called the Instagram. The in- <laughs> you're turning 35, right? Shut okay, up! Oh my god! So wait, no. So, so, <laughs> but but the thing about it that's awesome. The thing that's awesome about it is but, like that I'm you, totally cool. I know you are. <laughs> um, is that it's it gives us an opportunity though to kind of have a real time interaction and discussion and show results in real time. And, and it is, it is a great conduit to educate people. And it's not just for marketing. I love it. I I mean, the reason I do it is because I actually do kind of enjoy it Mm -hmm. and I find time, like there's no downtime. Like I can do it. I've got it down to where I can figure out a post in five minutes when I'm just waiting for something or sitting and doing nothing. I can just bang it out on my phone. Well, the coolest thing I think that patients can see from your Instagram is what the procedures actually look like. Right. Like you get in there. Like yeah. some of the stuff is a little graphic. Maybe don't eat lunch while you're watching Charlie's Instagram. We warn people. Um, but you right. warn people. But also after seeing that, I feel like it made it less scary for me for some reason. I have, I've actually never gotten anything done. Maybe it's time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's time. Um, but I was like, okay, well, you know, those people are fine. And you could tell you guys do such an amazing job that I think it's great that you post the procedures. Well, you know, we meet people in, who come in from social media or through Instagram and they already have, they already have a base baseline of knowledge. Mm-hmm. So, it, you know, it's, it's rare that they come in where they don't, you know, it might be their first consult, but they kind of know what to expect. They sort of know. And I feel like it makes things a little bit smoother or they kind of, it's a little bit weird because they kind of know you a little bit. You know, like, you know, yeah. they met you and so it's, they, it's, so you feel like you've met them before. Like some of them have sent DM questions and I'll respond. And then a month later they're in my office. I'm like, Oh, I know you. So it's, it's kind of cool. That's I'm awesome. Like, Speaking of questions, guys, there's a lot of them. <laughs> We're going to try to get through everyone's. You guys have been killing it. I got some meatball questions. And then there's also a lot of listeners that have crossed over from the Adderall and Compliments podcast. So we call them kitten balls because she calls them kittens. <laughs> so there's a lot of kitten ball questions. It's a lot of things. I'm going to ask my questions first. Um, <laughs> okay. I want to know who you think looks the best celebrity wise out there who's gotten some work done. Okay, define work done, though. Because, uh, let me, there's a difference, like, for example, people draw a distinction between someone who's had Botox and gets lasers or get, like that, because that's technically work done or surgical stuff. 
Okay. Which is like faceless, rhinoplasty, things like that. Why, why don't we do both? I like it. <laughs> All right, Emily. Okay, go. Emily. Okay, I'm going two girls. Um, surgical, and I, I, I think she had a rhino. Uh huh. Blake Lively, I think looks bomb. Dot com. She does look Love really her. good. Love her. Everyone loves a good Blake Lively. God, I know. Right. Her and post her and Ryan with, Reynolds. Oh, just, they're back and forth on Twitter. I know. They I can't kill me. take it. All I right. That. I respect okay, that one. And then injectables. Well, I don't really know what she's had done, but I think that's why she looks so good. It's so cliche, but Jennifer Aniston. <gasps> It's like you segued to my next um, question. I kind of feel the opposite about Jennifer. Oh, oh, <laughs> controversy. <laughs> no, I, I think she looks great. Yeah. But I want to know what she did to make her mouth weird. Like she talks differently. And I only know this from years of studying Rachel Green on Friends to watching her act now. There's something different about her vocal cadence and like she holds her jaw a little bit more. Like there's something different about the way she talks. Acting school? <laughs> I don't know. No, it's possible. I know her acting coach Lee Kilton and it's not that. Hmm. Okay. I just feel like there's something she's done to her face that just makes her sound different. I was so curious. Interesting. I thought you'd have that answer. Can you study it and text me? We'll take a look. We'll take a look and okay. see what could be possible causes. Thank I haven't you. studied her cadence. I, I'm a little crazy. I was busy working on Instagram. <laughs> You're like, I was busy in surgery? Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay, Charlie, what about you? Who do so you think? So I think um, for someone who I think, like the thing about, you know, the thing I always get a kick of is like Us Weekly or those magazines like, oh, how does she do it? And I'm like, I'll tell you how she does it. She has a trainer that she works with twice a day. She has someone who cooks her meals. She has so much plug gets lasered every couple weeks. Yeah. But just the same, I think Jennifer Lopez looks yes. amazing. Oh, and that's not a, and, and she, and, and it's not, to, I'm not even saying surgical. She may have had little things here or there, maybe some Botox here or there, possibly. I don't know. I, I'm not saying that because I've seen evidence of it, but I don't know that she's had anything significantly surgically anywhere, yeah. but she just has a very aggressive regimen that she, and there's some genetics there too, but she, I think, looks you're right. Unbelievable. Her body and face. Yeah, she looks every, everything about her is like, like that's. So does A Rod. Yeah, that's like if you if you had unlimited resources, I could look like Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I don't know um, if you'd want as far to. As, as far as surgical, like um, people, who, you know, the, the, the when you think about people who look good surgically, I think Blake Lively is a great example on yeah. a younger scale. And then when you think about women or men for that matter who've gotten older, who've aged well, I mean, one, you know, people talk about someone like Jane Fonda. She's been brought up a lot in the questions. I think the thing about her that's interesting to me, though, is that, and I haven't followed this a lot, but but it's interesting to me how when it's been brought up in interviews, I have seen this, she's very defensive about it. Really? She won't address it. At least what I I just remember seeing that. And I could be wrong, so, you you know, I don't... But I just remember seeing a couple times where there was someone brought it up and it was this uncomfortable stand up. She doesn't really talk about it or address it or acknowledge it. And I don't know. I feel like... I'm biased, but I'm kind of like, and that's a personal choice for everyone. That's fine. Yeah. But I think when you're someone who's in the public eye like that, who pushed fitness on all of yeah. us for so long, right? Like, talk about what else you're doing to right. keep it tight, right? So, <laughs> come but, on, but, Jane. But, but I think she looks fantastic. I think it was is work well done, and um, you know, but that's someone I think for, as a surgical example. I also a few other people brought up Cindy Crawford, mm-hmm. um, Catherine Zeta Jones. Yep. Uh, I think else? Selma Hayek is another one who yeah. has aged beautifully. And I think that Selma Hayek is someone that um, I th- I can't remember. She may have been someone that got like a rhinoplasty at a young age. Like okay. a lot of, like Scarlett Johansson. Um, there, there, are some, there are some prominent actresses and actresses that matter. I mean, I think Ryan Gosling had a rhinoplasty too. 
um, who it, it just based on if you look at early pictures, unless the pictures are doctored, you can tell you can see a difference. Rhinoplasty, I think, is pretty common because if it's done well, it can be done in a way that's sort of a subtle change. Yeah. But they look great. Um, so I was watching the Oscars with a whole group of comedians, which. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> um, and when Sandra Bullock walked on stage. I mean, her face, I think, looks flawless. Her hair, her body looks amazing. But every guy was like beef curtains like to her neck. They were all yeah. talking about how her neck was so like gross and old and wrinkly looking. Again, I love her so much. So like I even feel bad saying this. But like what's something that like a woman who's taken a like good care of their face and body, like what can she do to her neck to not have that happen? So that's one of the first places that people spot aging is in the neck. Okay. The neck and hands are two areas that you can look at someone and kind of get an accurate idea of how old they are. Um, and for, good to know neck and hands it's guys, true, but it's true that in, in the, um, Oh my God, Emily just looked at her hands. Just I know. Well, I <laughs> Emily just oh, checked her hands. God, my um, hands look like they work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like they can lift. They've looked they like this since bridges. I was like five, though. What are you talking about? I have like you have like dainty hands. No, so fu- just because you <laughs> make veins. a claw doesn't mean your hands look old. <laughs> anyway, but, like stop it, so, Jacqueline. So for the neck, like really, the you know when you get to trying to do something more invasive, there's kind of the newer technology in plastic surgery that people have used to kind of tighten skin is radiofrequency. So it's it's a way think about it as a controlled like heat injury okay. to help tighten the skin. So it can be either delivered as a like on just something put up to the skin, kind of like, you know, what we call transcutaneously or just sort of touching the skin and emits these waves. Or you can actually put a tiny probe underneath the skin to tighten the neck. But really when when people get far enough along the real only way that the really only effective way to address that is surgical is people getting like a neck lift or where it's a, it's an a incision that's lift. hidden around the ears. So you, the incision's almost imperceptible and you just remove all the extra skin. You just What's the, the downtime on that? The recovery time. This is getting into consult territory. We have, do you have, did you, do we bring the, no, no, it's <laughs> sorry. Not, it's generally, I'm paying them a thousand dollars each for this. Yeah, appearance. It's not bad. Actually. In for, French fries. For just a neck lift, you're talking about a, you know, a, a bruising that might be there for a few days at worst up to kind of one, one week or so. One to okay. Three weeks. But really the pain is not that significant. There's swelling and whatnot. The incisions take some time to heal, but the downtime isn't that much. You're up and walking around. I love it. Yeah. That's great. So, I want to know who you guys think has gotten a shit ton of work done. Who says they've gotten nothing done. Is there anyone that comes to mind right away let's see what do you think if you can't think of anyone i have another there's so many who are just naturally i feel like who yeah who i feel like bella on? hadid won't admit to any work and she has like a completely different face yeah i feel like that's one yeah, um, i think um who would be i mean i feel like there are people that have probably had something that maybe a long time ago they didn't acknowledge they didn't necessarily deny it but it's just not talked about i don't know of anyone that's like point blank been asked have you done something and they said no okay when it was true who's the most requested right now like what are people going in dur- like what direction are we going in right now with faces lips eyes chins noses you know what it was for the longest time that like people wanting a really kardashian type booty was like a big thing oh, want yeah. the big butt and i i don't think that's i think most people across all areas face to body are are now tending to go more we want something that looks natural would you agree mm-hmm. i totally agree with that yeah yeah, I agree. Um, so like I think, everyone wants to look like a Reformation ad, right? Yeah. Well, it, or they just, Glossier. Yeah, they just kind of mm-hmm. want to look. You know, they don't. It, it's something that they almost don't want people to notice. With some exceptions, I mean, you still get the occasional patient who comes in who wants, you know, the breast augmentation to be the first, second, and third thing you notice about them when they walk in a room. But I think most people are not. Most people want something more natural, I so like they're not that. even emulating a particular star. 
they're just they just want to kind of improve an area but to be subtle so i was watching botch today oh boy um and there was this woman she's beautiful but she had gotten like fat injected into her butt and her butt was just so big that it kind of plateaued off like it just started getting flat and paul nassif was on the episode who you've worked with Mm -hmm. they they fixed her up i forget his co-host name Uh, dubrow dubrow yeah um can you tell the meatballs what you've done with paul and how you work with him yeah so um you know paul's a Paul Nassif is a facial plastic surgeon in Beverly Hills. He's a great guy. He's a great surgeon. And um, I've met him. He's a really nice yeah, guy. He's, he's, he's a character. Um, and he's, you know, we've become good friends. He, he um, so he, his practice has, you know, grown. He has a very robust practice. It's all facial surgery. And so he has patients that come in through his notoriety or through his success who want surgery of the body. And he, you know, got acquainted with my work, liked what I did, and, and, we started a collaboration where he refers me the cases that come to him for body surgery. And then we'll have some cases where someone's getting a facelift or something else. And at the same time, they want something done with the body. So he and I will do those surgeries at the same time. Look so, at you. I know, right? No. Just no. slaying literally no, and no, figuratively. No, <laughs> <laughs> literally slaying people. All right. We're going to we're gonna slay through these questions because there's a lot of them. Okay. Okay. School. S- school. Cool. <laughs> cool. Sculpting. Yes. <laughs> Does it last and work? Do you guys recommend that? No. <laughs> Emily's a big no. I think it um, it's it will never be as good as liposuction. In the right selected patient, it's okay. But I think you're you have to be prepared to be disappointed. You have to be willing. To, you have to you have to be more more than surgery. You have to be willing to be ready that nothing's going to change or you're going to be unhappy. What surgery do you recommend for someone that wants that cool sculpting look? Yes. Okay. I, I just, so the listeners know what my role is. I'm the coordinator. So I do, I'm like helping with all the um, consultations. I'm kind of the first touch point. Yeah. More times than not, people come in and say, I've spent X amount of money on cool sculpting. I haven't seen any results. I wish I would have just jumped right to lipo. Okay. I think lipo is affordable enough that just, if you want to lose fat, the real stuff get, <laughs> like, just go get for this, it yeah. like go big or go home yeah. guys it's not overly invasive and cool sculpting i don't think works and does lipo because i heard for so many years that like fat shows up in other places on your body myth myth whoa it's a myth so basically what i think where people got that idea is if you think of your body having a fixed number of fat cells okay when you do lipo you take some of those away forever so let's say you do lipo with the abdomen so now the, the abdomen is going to have left less fat cells than it had before you can still put on weight in that area you're not going to put on as much because the fat cells you have can grow you won't put on as much. You might put on weight more in other areas, but it's mm-hmm. never to the point that I've never seen someone walk in who has a six pack and the rest of them is fat. And they're like, look, I put in all this weight everywhere else, but it doesn't work that way. So okay. it doesn't go somewhere else. It doesn't, it doesn't grow somewhere else. I had a few listeners write in that they had gotten a boob job and then gained about 10 pounds and they have tried everything. They said diet, exercise, and they can't lose that extra weight after they got the boob job. Is that anything like, does that correlate with each other or is that no. they, they wanted to know? Cause I, a really good friend of mine, she just turned 35. She's publicized everything. She got a boob job. She also teaches booty yoga, but her body has changed since she got a boob job where she's like half the size she used to be just with these great boobs now. I mean, there can be the, you know, it can, yeah, it can create an illusion or changes the silhouette of the body it can make a waist look smaller if you have more of a bust, but okay. there's no real correlation between augmentation actually affecting the body or doing something that would cause that change. Okay. Now, one question. Someone wants to know, she got a boob job after she had already been pregnant yeah. and she's going to have more kids. That's cool. 
That's totally fine. Yeah, absolutely. Most, I mean, m- most of our patients are, you know, they haven't, they don't have kids yet. They haven't been married. So oh, okay. okay. All yeah. right. So that's fine. So boob job, being pregnant, that's all totally cool. Yeah. You can breastfeed? Yeah. All right. This is all stuff I could probably Google. I'm sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> sorry, I got M&M's. I'm sure. <laughs> Ask away. Perfect. Okay. Uh, I'm reading through the questions. TMI, but okay. Something about areolas. <laughs> this is a big one. Let's talk about My it. My areolas definitely so grew. Oh, okay. So this is a boob job pregnancy thing. My areolas definitely grew in the first child pregnancy, and she'd like to fix that, but she doesn't know if it's worth fixing the areolas and the boobs now or waiting until she has, like, two more kids. If she knows she's going to have a bunch more kids, she's in the middle of having kids, I'd probably tell her to wait. Just wait. You could do it, but, I, you know, there's a chance that it would kind of recur so okay. if you're in the middle of having kids i'd wait this is this came up a few times um is there any solution for genetic super dark under eye circles so the there's two causes or two i mean if you want to look at it, two categories of why people have under eye circles one is if there's a volume issue so where the eyelid meets the cheek there's an area that we have affectionately called the tear trough and if there's a loss of volume in that area, and some people are born with it, it casts a shadow, so it gives the illusion of a tired eye or you know dark circles around the eyes. Yeah. So in that situation, fillers, sometimes surgery, okay. can correct that problem. In other people, they have a pigment issue. So what's happened is they've, de- they've developed a hyperpigmentation or the skin pigment has changed in that area. Filler won't do anything for that. Surgery won't do anything for that. There, that's where you have to look at more non-invasive things like laser treatments and things like that to change the color. So like for me, someone that's it's just too noticed. It's too late. <laughs> that's Put it. her down. Put Thank her down. God my boyfriend just moved out. Like, don't let him leave ever. <laughs> Is he listening to this? <laughs> it's fine. Um, <laughs> bad they're not that bad but i want to prevent and that's a big question everyone's saying like there's a lot of girls that wrote in that are like 28 Mm -hmm. they want to know is it too early i I forget when i started getting a little botox here and there i think it was around 29 right so that it's that's a pretty common question about people saying like when to start doing a treatment when to start doing botox there's no number okay like we have we did botox on someone who is 21 today 22 22 so you started at 21? Yeah, and I had no lines. But okay. Just, everyone was talking about preventative, so I got like 15 units, nothing in my forehead. Okay. Very expressive. So now I have to do it like once a year because I started young enough, so I hardly get any more. So that's good because I think it's kind of like with exercising. Like if you're active your entire life and you constantly keep up with that, right. it's okay if you miss a few days here and there. Yeah, so there's there's no number. I think there's a stigma around it that people are like, oh, you're too young to be doing something. But some of these treatments are preventative. Botox is a preventative type of treatment. So most people for Botox, it's late 20s, early 30s when they start. Okay. For most people, but there's a, there's a range. Um Things like, you know, fillers, it, you know, it's not... Fillers scare me. Right. And I think most people, and honestly, probably rightfully so, because I think there's a lot of bad filler work out there. Yeah. I the, feel like there's a lot of women I've seen in their 60s, 70s right. with like clumps of stuff on their filler upper cheeks. Yeah. Filler that's... Yeah. Or they're really puffy, yeah. which scares me because I have a round little face. I don't want it puffed up any more than it already is. 
You look great. Thank, thank you. <laughs> Basically, I got them here because I just want them to tell me I'm hot. You, you, you got it going on, Jacqueline. You're this fine. This is my birthday present. Yes. No, but for real, like, no, what is, has it changed? Yes. The, it's okay. not about it changing. It's about the technique that's changed. And I think that the good filler work out there is the people that you don't know who've had it. Okay. So there, there's a way to do it to sort of age gracefully and be subtle. And I, you know, Emily can attest to the fact that I will err on the more conservative with filler. You can always add more if you need it. But I think that... The, the idea of filler is not to make you look like a, make you look like a different person. It's make make you look like the same person a few years ago, or the same person just refreshed. So that's always the goal. Which you know, depending on where you're using and how you're using it. So whether it's Botox or filler, there's no age. You just have to be evaluated and by someone who's conscientious to say it's not time for you or this is what we could address that would be appropriate for someone of your age or where you're at. And I feel like that's a good, every doctor I've been to will what? be very conservative. <laughs> you're so busy. I can't get right. an appointment. I want to add to that. Yeah. I think also going to someone who knows what, where to fill and where not to fill. Ooh, that's a big one. You have people come in and they want to get their smile lines filled. Yeah. And it, that is when you start looking over or you can overfill areas like that. Okay. He always, not always, but he takes down a lot of patients who want that. So I respect just, that. Just going to the right people who know exactly where to put it. Okay. Yeah. Which... Going to the right people who know where to put it. That's our motto, pretty <laughs> Was much. Was that Jacqueline. on your Bumble that's, profile? That's, really, that's at the top of the website. <laughs> <laughs> Go to people who know where to put it. Speaking of Thanks, Bumble, everybody. yeah. Dana Moon, the comedian, wanted to know if you were into the moon and would you like to be inside of one? And then she wrote, "Okay, Passing I'm done." Jacqueline, phone number. <laughs> I know. Okay, so there's many Googling people Dana because of moon. the whole like royal wedding everyone's like Jacqueline can you Meghan Markle me and like refer me to you oh, Charlie God. you're single right I, we, I, yeah I guess yeah mm-hmm. okay yeah. so I've always wanted to know you're someone that stares at like hot bodies and boobs and like your job is to make people look pretty perfect how do you date and like like are you numb to it like so, how does that work um that's probably the most common question I get, I think, is, well, not like in the office, but I think yeah. that, uh, so this is the way I would, I would say it. Um, are you always telling jokes? Are you all like the entire day of your life? No, I hate it. Okay. I well, don't. No. I shut off. All right. See, but no, but, but, or, you know, there's someone who, I, I just feel like when I'm in the office, yeah. when I'm in that mode, I'm wearing a different hat and there's a switch that's on that I'm in a place where I'm supposed to be evaluating. So I don't get... I don't, it's not like a patient comes in and I'm attracted to her and want to take her on a date because yeah. in that in that context I'm looking at, at at ways I can help her and we're trying to evaluate what it is that she wants me to evaluate. When I'm not in the office, I'm not thinking like that. Okay. Any more than like if you saw someone that had a really like me who has a really big nose, if you saw me, you'd say, "Wow, he's got a big nose." Okay, maybe I might think that, but I'm not looking at it being like, "Okay, what I would do is like it's when I'm not at work." I'm not thinking like that. Okay. And plus, I, you know, I'm not all that, so I can't think like that. <laughs> so it's, it's, Charlie. Oh, well, maybe I'm. But no, no, seriously, you just, like, you're not, it's a mindset, and I'm not. Now, if I'm out and uh-huh. someone asks me, then the light goes back on, right? So if I'm in a, and that, that happens a lot where I'll be at like a, do people say cocktail parties anymore? <laughs> Did I just show my age? An event. <laughs> I'll be at an event. I'll be, I'll be at an event. That's such an LA <laughs> so thing to say. Stupid. I have an event. I was, yeah, at the pregame. Yeah. <laughs> right, we're at the pregame. But then, you know, I'll have someone who will corner me and be like, hey, do you think I need this? And then I might start to look at that person and evaluate, but only if I'm asked. Only if you're asked. Yes. Okay. 
I like that. Do girls ever come into the office that you're like, Charlie, this one's a good one? <laughs> like, <Ask him> that. <laughs> no, she asked you that. Yeah. She's looking at you. Yes. Yeah. There's times I'm like, that is the future Mrs. Galana. Oh, I love that. We, yeah. No. No. But no, they're my patients, so absolutely not. Really? You don't shit where you eat? No. It's like, I see him flip the switch. We're friends outside of the office, but we're coworkers in the office. So I have seen him, like, you know, with different hats on. I think that's cool. I, I feel like you have a sense of humor no matter what. Like, even though you're flipping your switch on and off. Right. Like, in the office, I feel like you probably put a lot of your patients at ease. And try to. Because of that. Well, you know, if you think about it, it's a super uncomfortable crazy uncomfortable notion to take your clothes off in, someone, in front of someone you've just met a few minutes ago and and, and show them <laughs> you got a good point there Jacqueline just you got kidding. a good point there. but no but I'm not talking I'm talking about someone that you're but yes it's not yeah you're just wanting to like get them to just relax and right just but be it's like, like they're pointing out an insecurity to a stranger yeah. while they're naked that's not your usual Friday night, Jacqueline. It's really not at all. I'm so boring. Um, <laughs> okay. A lot. Of, I don't even know what this is. Everyone's asking about Kybella. What is Kybella? Do people need it? Like, what's the deal? Everyone so wants was, to know. Kybella is, was the first FDA-approved injectable uh, substance that would dissolve fat. Now, oh. uh, Allergan bought it for $2 billion with a B dollars. They signed up. Khloe Kardashian, and they launched this huge campaign and it's been probably one of the biggest flops in the history of plastic surgery oh my god why so there was just an article released actually in the scientific journal JAMA this past week yeah very topical we're very topical oh, here oh I love this for the meatballs yeah coming in hot breaking news uh, dropping breaking news do we need like to put in a music <laughs> right. okay good so uh, that's, that's it uh, <laughs> the worst where's the we're, DJ so, damn oh, budget you. cuts god but anyway, damn it so but no, where's this, Pauly D yeah <laughs> what the thing what, is, what the study showed is that people spent more money than on liposuction basically it showed that they spent more money on liposuction and were less happy oh. so it's essentially not been the thing that it can work but the thing is you need at least three or four treatments they're usually separated by four weeks it's painful you're swollen for a few days so Kybella's a no I would probably tell someone to steer away from it unless they want to help me get rid of the extra Kybella we have in our office and then for a reduced rate okay we could put no, <laughs> are we getting a promo code for the yeah, meatballs yeah, seriously <laughs> that stuff has dust on it I don't think that stuff is ever moving I um I think you need a coaster in your office actually yeah <laughs> a lot of people also I guess we talked about like the neck but like the loose like a double chin situation right is that the same type of procedure do you want to take this one emily do you want to put your coordinator hat on I'm yeah hand it over to my colleague emily I wilkinson love this. so there's a difference between having loose skin there and fat there yeah if you have like a little if you can pinch the fat yeah i got a little it. bit of that okay that's, that's actually how i met dr glanis really um i didn't do it i have a long chin but my older sister bitch um, <laughs> I just have a has face. always had a double chin and yeah. it doesn't matter how thin or you know you know in shape she is she could never lose it so that's I was doing research and found Dr. Glanis and he lipoed her chin and it was amazing so if it's fat I would say lipo it okay um, you can do it while you're awake at a lot of practices you don't have to go fully under really right so if it's skin Back to the neck lift. I'll let you take that one. Yeah. But, well, that's what we talked about earlier. If yeah. it's skin, then it's a surgical or radio frequency type of thing. It's a whole different whole different algorithm. Okay. All right. I like that. Um, what else do we have here? What is the best treatment for red cheeks? Not psoriasis, just natural red cheeks. Like 
Maybe. I think I saw that question they said, but not rosacea, just red cheeks. Yeah. I would say go to a dermatologist. That's a dermatologist question. You do the vampire facial, though. I do. You do. Mm -hmm. Now, I heal in keloids. So I was going to get a vampire facial, and then my mom went to her dermatologist, and they were like, her face is going to have keloids all over it. Do you not recommend that for people with, like, sensitive It's rare skin? to get a keloid from a needle that's as small as what's used for microneedling. You're yeah. more likely to get keloids from an incision okay. um, because it's a different healing mechanism. But you look great. You don't need it. It's oh, fine. thank y'all. I had one of the male meatballs, can you put actually. That, put the gun down now? <laughs> I know. Can I put it down? <laughs> oh, guys. See? It's got a sense of humor. Hey, Dark. Hey, but so funny. Tip your waitress. Um, I had one of our male meatballs right in asking about the procedure for um, men where yes. they, it's kind of like the vampire facial, but yes. for your head, what, what that is, is for PRP. hair, PRP. Yeah. So what, what, what we do, you so guys PRPs, do that. Yes. Okay. PRP has been used in orthopedics for a long time, actually. Oh. And what it is, is they've taken, they, they use it in sports injuries or joint injuries all the time. So what it is, is you spin down, you take a, a vial of blood, you put it in a special centrifuge and you separate out the plasma, which has all these growth factors and nutrients that kind of really stimulate your own body's healing mechanisms so they used to put it in joints and whatnot for ortho injuries what we found is when we do it in skin treatments that it's rejuvenating for the skin and they also found that when you put it in the scalp especially in areas that have just kind of started to thin out it can help re-stimulate hair follicles to regrow hair so yes so you guys do do that yep all right i love that um what is the surgical solution for long tits (laughs) So scientific. I, I there was know. just a paper released about long tit syndrome. <laughs> like, is that a thing where you just get a lift or do you put an implant and a lift? Like, what do you do there so the, when it's long and tubular? Um, so there's <laughs> long tits. Yes. Oh, God. What's okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I know. That's All great. kinds of knowledge hitting you with right now. So, no, I, I mean, the breast lift surgery. There's, you know, Emily's heard this a million times. There's kind of a couple things you look at. The most common way to determine whether or not you need a breast lift is when you look at where your nipple is relative to the full decrease in your breast. Okay. So that, a lot of times people use like the pencil test. If you literally put a pencil kind of in that crease to see where it is, and then you can look at where your nipple is relative to that crease. Your nipple should be about two to three centimeters above that pencil. Oh, okay. When it gets starts to get a lot lower than that, if it's just a little bit lower, like one or two centimeters too low, an implant will do it. If it starts to get lower than that, you need some kind of a breast lift. There's different incisions depending on how much of a lift you need, but you need a lift. An implant won't do it. Okay. It will not do I it. I feel like the town time on implants has gotten a lot short. Like it's Yeah, there's there's different ways to do it. And actually to be honest, I don't I don't use some of the methods that some people use now to make it shorter and patients are still a lot of times I mean patient this week was she flying was flying home after four days. Really? She came to see me after four days, wasn't taking pain medicine anymore. So, Oh, that's great. Um, a lot of people want to know, is it still true that you have to replace an implant every 10 years? Yeah, that was actually never true. That was never true. Never true. It's, wow. a, myth. it's a myth. So it's, it's created by companies that sell implants. No, it's, I mean, if you look at the, <laughs> the numbers are every 10 years, about 30% of women will have some kind of a revision, but it's not, it's not necessarily like there's no expiration date on the implants. If your okay. implants are fine, you like the way your breasts look and feel leave them in don't do anything if someone like i've had people come in and like it's been 10 years i feel like i need to have them changed and i said do you like the way they look yeah do you like the way they feel yeah then it's a nice meeting you but you don't, don't do anything oh okay so it's not a there's no expiration date 
That's great. Yeah, right. I love that. Um, this one. I had three nose jobs. The first one was perfect. I got it at 16. Then proceeded to get hit by a volleyball two years later, which made it crooked. I got another nose job when I was 18. To fix that, they left my nose much bigger. And it seemed like the tip was drooping and making it go to the side. Not to mention, I could not breathe very well. So at 26, I got my third nose job, which was actually a reconstruction. They left a bump and my nose still looks big and it still looks crooked. I know having so many nose jobs is not good, but I just want a smaller nose that's not crooked. Can that still be possible? Is she going to get a fifth nose job? Um wouldn't it be a fourth? A four, oh, fourth. Okay. Um, I guess this is more of a Paul Nassif question. Well, that's also like, I mean, it's that's a got to see in consult and see what you're working with kind of question. Yeah. Tough to answer that. But I mean, revision surgery, especially in the nose, when you're talking third or fourth, that gets to be really, really tough stuff. And making the whole nose smaller is a lot harder than making it bigger. In other words, like building it up with structure. So it's possible but okay. like, without knowing the extent of it or with what she had. Okay. It might not be. I don't know what this is. Oh, boy. But apparently a lot of children and teens are getting this. What is buccal fat removal? Buccal. Buccal. B-U-C-C-I. Buccal. I just Italianed it. Yeah. (laughs) It says, yeah, ask him how much buccal fat removal averages in Beverly Hills. Why is every child teen getting buccal buccal fat removal? Is it because it's fast and easy? That's buckle it. fat removal or buckle fat is like this fat. Um, what would you cla- how would you explain that area? Yeah, like lower cheek. It's news to me that children and young teens are getting it, but I would abs- yeah, I would absolutely not do it to a child. Okay. I, I think it's borderline negligence to do it to a child because the 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 face is still changing, and you're and the volume that you're going to have at that age is very different from what you're going to have when you get into your twenties. Okay. So. Um, the cost will vary based on where you live, the experience of the surgeon. If you decide to do it under general anesthesia, it can be done under a local anesthetic. It doesn't have to be done under general. Um, you know, it's not a, I don't think it's a very expensive procedure. It only takes about an hour, but I mean, your, your cost is probably expect to hover around 5,000. 5,000. Yeah, but it'll okay. vary. It'll All vary. right. Um, like one or two more questions. Right. <laughs> Lip fillers. I feel like we haven't really talked about those. Those have always... <laughs> Charlie just passed the mic to Emily. <laughs> that was a silent pass. <laughs> I love it. Those always have scared me because I, I feel like, you know, like it's fun to make out. And like, you know, I, I I just don't get it. I feel like it's weird to have that in your lips and a lot of people look creepy. Like, But I feel like everything's so advanced now. So... I don't even know who actually has the lip fillers anymore because everyone just looks great. Well, first of all, you would never need lip fillers because you have very full lips. Again, guys. So, <laughs> I'm not putting um, the good so down. The question, Thank you. She did just I, flip her hair. Too, by the way, did. Uh, the question is, um, I guess, what kind of stuff is being injected into? Like, is it Juvederm? Like, is that like what you recommend? Like, what do you recommend people getting if they want like a naturally full lip? I feel like okay, you so got this. Different, there's different brands. Your lips People are beautiful like, too, by the way. Thank you. It's all natural. Oh, look at that! Everyone's no, like, it's not. Again, no, it's not. I know. <laughs> okay, cool. So, so like, and how practice, does it feel? In our, I have very, very, very small amounts of filler in my lips. Okay, and part of that is to help with symmetry. I'm not a fan of like the really full lips, um, but so in our office we use Juvederm. There's also Restylane products. There's different kinds of fillers. They're hyaluronic acids, and there's different sizes of molecule that you can put in there okay the bigger the molecule 
correct me if I'm wrong, the longer lasting. Is that always the case? Well, it's, it's, she's right. So they're all, the different brands are all hyaluronic acids, which is a naturally occurring, occurring compound. The different um, filler types, well, they'll have different properties of being bigger or maybe more firm. Okay. And sometimes they'll last a little bit longer, like she was saying. So the ones that are commonly used in the lips, whether it's Juvederm or Restylane Silk, Juvederm Ultra, Juvederm Ultra Plus... They're all hyaluronic acids. They're naturally occurring compounds that can be reversed if you don't like it. You can inject something to dissolve it. Really? Yes. And so it's like non-committal. Emily, can you go get that syringe out of my bag? <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, early birthday present. <laughs> get ready. No, but so um and and so it's uh I, I think that. Again, I mean, what we were saying earlier, a lot of people just want a little bit more naturally. And some people just were not born with any volume to their lips. And I think that, you know, it's just something that they're conscientious about. Yeah. And, and especially, unfortunately, particularly in L.A., where ev- there are so many people who have altered their faces or we do have an probably an unrealistic expectation or demand for beauty. And I recognize the irony in me saying that, but I, I know that that exists here, that You'll have people, we'll have people who are beautiful who come in and it's just their lips have no volume. And so they're not even looking for something that's crazy. They just want to have pretty lips. They just want to have lips. Some of them don't have any lips. So it can't, you know, just like all things like what I was saying with earlier with filler, I love doing lip filler, but I love doing it in a way that is natural looking, that abides by their own structural anatomy, that they still look like themselves. It's a great thing. In 15 minutes, you can do something, and then they look in the mirror, and you just see them get all excited. How does it feel, though, in your lips? Like, is it really uncomfortable? Do you lose sensation? Right now, I have filler in... I don't remember which side. Thank you for being honest. You're welcome. Um, I have it in, like, more in one side to make it even. Yeah. And you don't... Once it's in... Like, you're obviously numb at first, and it feels a little funky after. Kind of like Botox. Yeah. A day later... You, it feels like your normal lips. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's n- literally nothing that feels different about it. Oh. And kissing them feels fine, too. It does? Yeah, so it's not like Aww. you feel like you're, well, unless they're really, really overfilled. Yeah. I, yeah, there was, I was one girl in particular I'm thinking of way <laughs> long ago who I made out with who it was like, uh, it just felt like I was making out with two sausages. Oh, gross. That sounded wrong. That I know. So, not like there's anything wrong with that. I mean, no, I love like, sausage. Know, like duck lip look. It was just too, it was just a uniform, like, too huge. But, but otherwise, done well. It doesn't feel different. It's not like it should be that. I just thought of something. I'm playing Britney Spears in a show coming up in the Hollywood Fringe Festival. So I've been doing a lot of Britney research my entire life. You've been (laughs) just going to say I've known you a long time. And there's Britney released her first music video, whatever. Um, Her face right now, I feel like I want to send her to you. Is it bad? I haven't seen her. It's just, I, she's done too much or like her lips are too puffed out her nose has gotten too thin like she's gotten just i don't know there's just something up older yeah yeah no yeah okay but she looks like she's trying she's to prevent like trying the older to do some work and it's not but it's well. not good work well she's been living in vegas right yeah so that's probably it yeah no, okay no, i'm kidding i know some good guys in vegas but i yeah I, I haven't seen her face to know but okay I mean, look, there there are people that, I mean, the, one of the most famous examples, and, and she's by her own admission, come out and said it, was Courtney Cox or Courtney Cox Arquette. Ugh. She was one of those people she messed who with perfection. just kept on going with the filler and got carried away. And, and you know, let, now she looks great. She actually let it all dissolve and she looks like herself again and looks great. So I think that there it's a slippery slope with some people where 
And I honestly, I blame the providers more than the patients a lot of times. I think that, you know, you have patients who are coming to you who are, for lack of a better way of putting it, they're kind of in a vulnerable state. They're helpless. They want help and they're, they're, they're entrusting you to do it. And you have an obligation in that situation to not put them in harm's way or do right by them. And, yeah. and I think there have been some people who it's just, you know, it's, especially with celebrities, they won't say no to celebrities. And yeah. it's just they want, you know, it's like, you know, it's the Michael Jackson phenomenon, you know, where you can, can have a doctor be convinced to give you general anesthesia to go to sleep at night, which is absolutely ludicrous. That's but, insane. But that's, you know, these people it are... It does. Ha- they are, they're around they're, yes people and they'll yeah. find that person to yes, do it. They'll find that doctor to, to do what they want to have done. You know who? I saw you in a picture with Tracy Bregman yes. from Young and the Restless. Yes. And it, she looks phenomenal. My mom She's watched beautiful. that when I was a little kid, so I've grown up on Tracy. She is beautiful. She's, She's stunning now. She is absolutely beautiful and, and she's a inside now. She's a great person. She's, she really is, though. Shout out, Tracy. I, I respect that. So what do you... It looks like she's very well-maintained. What do you guys recommend for someone who's maybe in their late 20s to mid-30s? Like, what should we be doing to just, like... So you can get a long way with some of the bare basics. And I think that... So when it comes to skincare, and uh, there's five things. There's like a, there's a power five. Okay. Call it, and I just made that up. Oh, I love that. The power the, five. The power five. Oh my God. I'd sign up. Yeah. The Give power me the power five. That's no, power but to so the five things really that, that for, from a skincare standpoint that okay. you should do for anti-aging SPF, moisturizer, topical vitamin C, retinoic acid, and Botox. Those five things will stymie wrinkles will keep your skin looking youthful it will we know that scientifically i'm not just saying that as like a my opinion we know that that's science okay and then don't smoke don't be around people that do i mean unless you want your skin to age okay what about vaping because we all have to deal with that shit now so vaping will have effects from a health standpoint but it won't not necessarily that won't to the fuck with your around. skin that much well the person using it it might but not as much the people around like when you're around have as much secondhand smoke going around but the uh but it's still bad for you. That's a big misconception. Like all of people who are like going for surgery and they're like, but I quit smoking. I'm good. I've only, I'm just vaping now. I'm like, you still can't have surgery if you're vaping. Cause really? it still has the same effects from a standpoint of wound healing and on your microvasculature. Got it. Which is a fancy term for your small vessels. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So just maintain and I'll post all of that. Yeah, those are, those are the, the power things, five. Those are the things that, that will work. And there's a lot of different, you know, we, we have a skincare line in our office that we believe in. But, you know, I, I'm not going to necessarily plug that per se, but I like it because it's simple. But there's there's a Who, lot of What's ones. the line? Well, we use this, a line called Senti. It's S-E-N-T-E. I, I really like it because it's kind of simple. It. Yeah. You love no, it? Yeah, I love it because I feel like so many of the high-end skincare lines that we've tried, there's yeah. like 15 steps. Because it like, gets so confusing. It's so confusing. And then there's like different ones in the morning and different ones at night. I can't. This one has, I mean, we both use two main... Um, products. Okay. And that's all you need. And it's, I lo- absolutely love it. And you definitely recommend a retinol like serum. Well, of so, some the, sort? so retinol, so there's retinol, retin A, right? The, yeah. What they all are is retinoic acid. Retin A is what you get in a prescription. That's the thing that really dries out the face and it's like intense. Yeah. Retinol is what you can get kind of in a, you know, skincare line, or whatever. There's different potencies of it. The thing we I like about the skincare line we used, if you know, I guess I, we are plugging this and I didn't intend it, but is that it's a retinoic acid that 
is still hydrating. It doesn't Ooh, dry out your skin. Oh, I like that. And that's not a common I thing. I like anything hydrating. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like so wine. <laughs> can you? Can I have that bottle? Please? Yes, you can. Thank you. Did you finish the other one? Did you not like what I brought? I loved it. Everyone, oh, it's gone. I still have some in there. Just kidding. Ha <laughs> 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 ha. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> it's post-work. We're doing this at happy hour time. Perfect. Um, I always ask uh, girls that either go to football games or like are really sporty, what girls should actually wear to a sporting event and I feel like you would have the perfect answer for this well I am like the most typical midwest girl you're ever gonna find for this answer so jeans converse and a shirt for the team okay so honestly usually a cap of some sort and like a baseball hat yeah so it's cool to wear the team shirt I don't really go for jerseys I don't I really like go for jerseys, but honestly, good, I'll probably I wear a Mayfield jersey. <laughs> <laughs> it's cute if you wear it with, like, Converse. And what I don't like is when girls dress it up. Oh, I'm not okay. on board for, like, the the wedges. Oh, the heeled sneaker. <laughs> Please, everyone. The dreaded. Just stop. <laughs> I don't care. I love sneaker. a good Nike dunk, but if there's a heel in it, maybe yeah. you should leave it at home. Yeah. Not a fan. Yeah, or the store. Yeah. But otherwise, we're like the colors, and I'm, yeah, a cap. Like, the you cap. can make your hair look cute and your makeup look good. I think the biggest mistake down. is putting on too much makeup. Yes. Don't ever try to contour and then go watch a game during the day. No. Like, it oof. <laughs> oof. <laughs> Charlie's like, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely not. Don't do that. Don't do that. Oh, less is more. Like, Meghan Markle did it right at her wedding. Like, I like seeing those freckles, <laughs> you know? I feel like, and that's the thing. I think maintenance, the power five, getting like a little Botox here and there. And if something's really bothering, okay, if something, because when I was a little girl, this is very honest to me. I've never said this. I used to draw on pictures, like with a black pen on my nose. Like I always wanted a nose job. And my you dad. great nose, first of all. <laughs> my God, again, guys. No, I'll no, Venmo serious. you later. Um, <laughs> no, but my dad, my parents, and I broke it playing softball. So I was like, finally, I get a nose job. And I literally had like the bracelet on at the hospital. And they're like, no, you're like, it's fine. We need to wait until you grow into it. Like we, we're not fixing it now. And now now it's whatever it hasn't been fixed so i think for people that are listening that are maybe late teens early 20s like wait until you grow into it a little more um man that's a tough one i know it's a tough one because i really wanted it no i get it i think happy now that you didn't i am i feel like my nose is getting bigger though now that i got older now it's bothering me again I want like a little snip at the bottom. I just, okay, here's my opinion on this. I think okay. a lot of people have insecurities when we're young. Mm-hmm. And then as you age, like you kind of have a, a different, um, I don't know, like vision of yourself. Yeah. I don't know. If you would have asked me when I was 16, if I wanted to change anything, I probably would have given you a list of 25 things. Yeah. Now at 27, if you asked me that, I'm way more, you know, like content and secure in myself. I wouldn't have changed. There's not a lot I would change. Okay. But, I mean, there's. I still have things. Don't get me wrong, but it's the list is shorter. Okay. So I say wait. Wait. Mm-hmm. I think it's a very, it's an intensely personal decision. Okay. And so I, I think there's no, there's no black and white answer to this, but if I sense even a hint of indecision, even a hint of like a kind of, then I would say absolutely not. And someone who's young. Got it. If they're, if they're coming in and it's like, you know, they're on board, their parents are on board and it's, and it's safe and it's appropriate for their age. I'm not saying anything, but you know, if they're 11, I mean, look, <laughs> does the check clear? Is it clear? No, but like yeah. seriously, it's, I think it's, it's, it's a, 
case by case basis. Got and it. Mo- and we don't encounter it that much. Um, we do have a rhinoplasty coming up in someone who's young. She's uh-huh. pretty young. So, you know, there there is a there is that balance. And I also think it's one thing if someone is coming in for something really aggressive and drastic yeah. versus someone who may be younger who's coming in like, look, it's just this, this little part right here. Yeah. Or something that's a minor sort of, you're not going to be changing, you know, something so dramatic that it's altering their identity, but it can do a wonder for their self-confidence or the way they see themselves. So I think it really is a case-by-case thing but again if they have any doubt or they're not sure forget it one of the coolest things and then i will let you guys go i feel like i've had no, you I'm here forever <laughs> um a really cool thing you work with is victims of domestic violence plastic surgery foundation it's a tongue twister but yes, yes. We, really we, we, believe me we tried to do something shorter but we <laughs> one of my associates was insistent that Plastic surgery and victims and domestic violence always are all show up in the title. So, it, unfortunately, it came kind of long. Got it. Our, we Can changed you... the website. It used to Did literally you... be, it, it was all of that.com. And I, I had to kick and scream to get it changed. So, so what is it now? Where now, it's just the, now it's just the letters. Oh, that's good. Yes. So, okay, so it's V, yep. is it O? Nope, there's no. So, well, victims of. Well, I know, but we we skipped the <laughs> We're trying to okay. shorten it, Jacqueline, for I the love know. of God. I'm trying to help. Victims, so it's VDVPSF. Yes. Dot correct. com. Correct. Okay, can you tell the meatballs quickly about that? Sure. And if so, anyone's in that situation, we will so send that, them to the that website. That foundation was set up by um, a good friend of mine, a colleague, Dr. Renato Calabria, and he basically what he set up was a foundation where women. And it could be men, but predominantly it's statistically it's mostly women Mm. who are victims of domestic violence and left with an injury that they either did not have addressed or it it is still something that is, you know, a scar from from their domestic violence. Um, It's an it's a resource for those without the means to get free health care. So we have a team of doctors. We have anesthesiologists, plastic surgeons, ENTs, um, gynecologists, dermatologists, urologists. Um, dentists who are all available and what people do is you know we we've tried to put the word out and and you know they they have to basically apply because we do get some that are probably not as honest so it's a little bit tricky but but yeah but we will get patients who you know the last one i did was some time ago but it was a woman who was shot by her significant other oh and my she God. blocked the bullet with her forearm it shattered her forearm but the bullet went into her face and she had a depression in her cheek so we were trying and, and in her mind in her eyes or what she would say is that every time she looked in the mirror and saw that it reminded her of what happened for so, sure so things like that and you know we'll see people who've had the one, one we have coming up is a, is a rhinoplasty someone who got punched and so there's things like that and unfortunately for a lot of these people they, you know, they don't have insurance or insurance won't cover it it's considered quote-unquote cosmetic um so it's you know, I wish I could do more with it than we do. It's hard to get the word out. There's a lot of stigma around it and it's hard to, we don't want to, we're not, we, we never were trying to promote it for our own self. And so it's a tricky business to try to promote something where you don't look like you're promoting yourself. Yeah. Um, so I wish we could do more with it than we do, but, uh, you know, it's, it's gratifying stuff. So I think it's so cool that you're doing that. I love that. Yes. No, 
Well, thank you guys for being here. Yes, thank you. Can I just come hang out in the office? Of course. Is that cool? Well, no. What was that she said earlier about all the times she goes to see doctors? <laughs> all those doctors that she's. You're going to be my only doctor doctors. from now uh-huh. on. You know what? We're pretty full. We're pretty booked up. No. <laughs> Can I get my eyes checked at your office? Yes. Like I can do course, that too? Of course. Of course. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah. She comes in for a teeth cleaning. Like, Jacqueline, it's not how it works. I'm like, wait. But you said that you would do the things. Right. Yes. Right. No. Well, is there anything where the patients or the meatballs should look out for with you? Like what's uh, upcoming? Sort of the the Green, the Green Bay Packers 2018 <laughs> season. Just look out for that. Oh. And the Cleveland Browns. Sorry. And the Yes. Love for Baker. What's going to happen? So you're moving to Cleveland, Emily. I'm moving to Cleveland. So if any of you meatballs would make a good patient coordinator. <laughs> I love this. Big shoes to fill. No, I'm just kidding. But yeah, so I'm moving end of July. Okay. We're on a search for my replacement. That's so cool. But uh, yeah, so I'm excited. I'll be in, we'll be in Cleveland six months out of the year and then LA for six months. I'll train here. Oh my God, that's perfect. That's amazing. You're a football wife. No, what's perfect is if she stayed here and Baker got drafted by the Rams. Seriously. And we need them. Cleveland. I know, I know, I know, I know. No, I'm happy for her. I I told her, actually, just yesterday I was talking to her. I'm bummed about it because she's been. Honestly, she's irreplaceable. I'm not going to replace her. I'm just going to find a new person that's just does their own thing, but they're yeah. not going to be Emily. And but I was telling her that I'm excited for her, that her like her I do derive. You know when like something that's shitty for you, but it's good for the other person. Oh, for so sure. you like your sadness gets countered by your happiness for that other person. That's not this. (laughs) (laughs) And scene. Roll credits. Oh, I have one more question. Emily, what highlighter do you use on your like upper cheekbone? Because everyone wants to know what your secret is on Uh, your Instagram. You're like on point with it. Yes. It's it's so good. Becca. Becca. Oh, it's the best. It's a, and I actually, you know, I think it's the collab between Oh, help me out here. Is it Becca and Chrissy Teigen? No, before that. Before that. Is it the Emma Willis makeup? God, there's so many collabs. (laughs) I know. Uh, Oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm blanking. I don't know. But it's a silver palette, round palette, um, and it's called oh champagne pop oh champagne it's Jacqueline pop. hill Jacqueline oh great Jacqueline hill, when you google Becca. me that's who comes up first always so <laughs> are you better yeah I, a little bit because she has like millions of followers I know. no no yeah. it's a great highlighter though champagne pop champagne pop Jacqueline yes. hill becca cosmetics highlighter yes. you're amazing you're amazing Thanks no for having thank us. you for being here you're the best can i just point out that you said that there was a chance we're gonna have to talk about all these bravo shows and i am so glad oh. that didn't happen oh i thought i just that boy. wait do you uh, want to talk about that i mean no well, the only thing when I read that that I was thinking about, which is true, I don't even know if I told you this, Emily, but for the longest time, my television, every time I turned, every time I turned it on, it was on fucking Bravo. Like no matter what time, like and, I mean, no matter what I was watching, I promise you, when I turned the TV off, Bravo That's wasn't so on. Funny. But every single time, it was on Bravo, and I, I like Googled why is my cable box stuck on Bravo, and I turned it off, and it was every time, and it was. Like, whoever did the soundtrack for 
every one of those shows because they all have the same soundtrack. Well, they can't play normal songs. But it's they have to the get the rights to everything. Song. Yeah, it's, it's like bad. literally like it's really bad. Wait, is Paul coming? And it's like yeah. I'm like it's so bad. So awful. I see. There's no, no, it's fine. We'll edit that out in in post. Right. It's funny actually. I'm so happy you brought this up. You thought you were done. Here it comes. So like I have I have friends that are on Vanderpump. You're like yeah, yeah. Like we've Vanderpump's. done comedy on that, and they're all like gearing up. They just started filming the new season, and oh, they go to God. a few different plastic surgeons in Beverly Hills. Actually, and they, they, all go to, they go to Doctor John yeah, Lakey, who's in my building. He's oh, a great that's guy. your building. Yeah, he's uh, uh, cast members in our parking garage. Yeah, he, uh, John is down yeah. the hall for me. John's great. He awesome, actually, awesome guy. I had burns that he helped with that happened at the parlor, so I have gone to John. Okay, see, he's great. Well, wait, wait, well, the yourself. parlor sent me there because he was best friends with the owner of the parlor, and they were taking care uh, of it. So gotcha. that right. long right. story. <laughs> back to Bravo. Long let's talk, let's get back story. to the important stuff. Um, so like, if you're gearing up, this is something I forgot to ask. For like, they're all filming a new season for a wedding, like a big event. Yes. How far in advance should you start getting your fill- fillers, your injections? Like, when does that start? Okay, so uh, good question because we'll get this question about red carpets a lot. Oh, okay. So there's there's sort of two phases in my opinion of treatments. There's things like lasers and chemical peels. Um, those it depends on the kind of laser. There's some lasers you could get a week before mm-hmm. and you'll be glowing. You know, there are some that you need more time to recover. But so some people, there are some, some photo facials you can get within about a week that will really leave your face kind of maybe give a gentle peel for a couple of days, but it'll be just glowing at the time of. I would tell anyone who's thinking about Botox or injectables, definitely on Botox at least at least a couple of weeks. Yeah, because it, it's got to settle it in It takes there. about four days to two weeks to really kick in. And if you need to touch up, you don't want to be like needing a touch up the day of. So I have a bachelorette party the day after my birthday on June 15th. It's like time for me to it's really time. just it's time. maintain. So you should go, into those, go to yeah. one of those doctors you go see. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But no, yeah. So you want to give it enough. You want to give it some, you know, definitely give it at least a couple of weeks. The, and again, the exception being there's some, there some lasers or resurfacing things that you can do a couple of days ahead of time. And then actually you mentioned Tracy Bregman. I, we were talking about yeah. this once. She does this thing a few days before, and she would be fine with me telling me this because she, I think at some point I was asked for, uh, I was interviewed for someone and, and I was asking her about it. And she said that she eats not a, not a single carb mm-hmm. for like a week or something, something like crazy like that, some extreme diet with carbs. And yeah. she says it, like this little, like it a lot de-puffs. of people doing the red carpets. Yeah. It like depuffs. puffs look better. I have a photo shoot in two days. I, I don't think I've ever gone five minutes. Like, yeah. I, I she, Yeah, no. Oh, uh, God. Yeah, I can't. I well, eat. I teach too much. Like, I get just so You're hangry. Everywhere. And, like, you don't. You are just constantly doing so stuff. My The main squeeze asked me what I wanted to do for my birthday, and I point blank looked at him, and I went sleep. Yeah. I just want to go to sleep. True story. And he was like, well, you're going to a bachelorette party. <laughs> so. Oh, wow. I know. Oh. Wait. Wait. <laughs> what? Are you, you're a bachelorette? No, oh, no. Oh, oh, oh. I was looking for a ring. No. I was like, wait, what like, wait a second. Another big news no. here on the podcast. <laughs> Breaking news. Dropping your verse. Oh, no, man. no. Okay. Um, on that note, uh, where can the meatballs find you guys if they want to reach out to you on social you, media or if whatever. On social media, it's just uh, Galanis Plastic Surgery, G-A-L-A-N-I-S. It's like Alanis Morissette, just with a G on it. With a G. I, just, I think I just dated myself. People are like, who is Alanis Morissette? 
All right. So, uh, but Galanis Plastic Surgery is our Instagram handle. Emily is E. Wilkinson. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then, um, I mean, the same thing as the website. But and are Instagram you accepting, is... like, new patients? Absolutely. No, no, no. Okay. Of course, of course. So, so people can make a consultation with you for another, like, week or two? When do you leave? Yeah. No, <laughs> End of July. Jeez. Oh, you're good. Yeah, we, I might, I might kind of keep her on a little bit longer just to ease the transition, but yeah. Yep. It's mine. You said. Oh, you my God. You said I could. <laughs> God. Wait, we have to predict who's winning the Super Bowl this year. We have the ooh, Cleveland ooh. Browns, the okay. Green Bay Packers, and the who, Giants. I know who's going to actually actually who? Oh, you know? I'm a Giants fan. We, well, we know ooh. we've met. Uh, so uh, when I was out with them, like, yeah. he's like Baker was friends with a bunch of the guys in the Giants. So we hung out with like Odell and Wait, Saquon is super nice. Oh my god! I know. Wait, I want to hang out. I just have them on here. Yeah, <laughs> that's so segment. cool. Yeah, I'm down. Wow. So that's good. They're cool. Yeah, they're really, really good. That makes me happy. I've always defended Odell on here. All right, who's winning this year? I don't know. Honestly, I like just, I'm from Nebraska. We don't even have NFL teams there. Weird. College football girl. Yeah. Um, So, I mean, I have to say Browns, right? You do. All right. Off chance the Browns don't win. The Packers over the Browns (laughs) in the Super Bowl. (laughs) No, I, I think, all right. So, first of all, the AFC is a joke. Yeah. It's a complete joke. Okay. So my friends who are <laughs> Patriots fans, it's like it makes me sick because it's who's who's in the AFC this year. That's uh, good. No one. Now look at the NFC. Yeah, you've got like Philadelphia, Atlanta. Um, uh, let's see. As far as like teams that legitimately, could, the Rams are going to be solid. The yeah. Vikings. And then the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> oh, God. What? I'm still bitter from you guys beating the Giants. I'm sorry. But two years ago. Well, you guys did some stuff to playoffs. us when we had Favre in the playoffs. But, That's I mean, true. Yeah, we did beat the shit yeah. out of you guys. Yeah, but you guys really did. That was not fun. If if Aaron if Aaron Rodgers stays healthy, yeah. I think these days with as many injuries as there, are, as there are in the NFL, for most teams, it's whoever manages to stay healthiest. I think the fact that the Eagles That's won true. last year when Wentz went down is like – Got to be one of the most amazing things ever. Boggling. So I think um, it's it's for me it's the best player in football in my opinion. No bias is Aaron Rodgers, and if the, if he's healthy, why are you laughing? That was a purely scientific. scientific. I wish you could see. Can I just say the gesture that Emily just did? <laughs> this is bullshit. That she this was is like, being taped bitch, and not bitch, please, videoed, bitch, but, please. Um, <laughs> anyway, but Packers, Aaron Rodgers. Oh, got it. Okay. Write, write that down. All right. Write that well, down. thank you so much for being here. You're welcome. Thank you, you guys for are not amazing. making us talk about Bravo shows. <laughs> I know. That was pretty painless for you guys. No, that was fun. Thanks no. for having us. Yes, you guys are amazing. And you meatballs are amazing. Thank you for all of your awesome, awesome, awesome questions. You're the best. Thanks. Just put your paws up. Because you were born this way, baby. My mama told me when